Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining me at the podcast again this week. And today we're talking about budgets, not your budget. Well, yes, we are in a roundabout kind of a way. But last week I was hearing about the proposed budget that was being handed down by our present government here in Australia. And I thought I would do a little bit of a comment on it because I've been watching and listening closely to the reaction from the opposing party, the media and the general public. And I don't notice too much in the way of thankfulness or even constructive criticism. But instead, I hear a lot of name calling, pulling down and knee jerk reactions. I keep hearing the opposition spouting off about how they would do so much better than the terrible job that the present government is doing. And I keep hearing the media focusing on the fact that everything's going up and we don't have enough and not enough is being done to ease our burdens. And then in conversation, I'm seeing anything from people snubbing their noses at getting $420 or $1,500 to other people rubbing their hands and imagining what they're going to buy. So it's come to the conclusion that the majority of us are far too reactionary when it comes to money and we're always expecting help from an outside source. In my work as a financial coach, one of the things that I've observed over the years regarding whether people do well financially is that usually those people that do do well, they don't follow the crowd, they educate themselves with regard to finances, and they think about what they want to do with their money and where they want it to go. None of that is reactionary or at the mercy of their circumstances. So as I contemplated what I had heard about in the proposed budget, I thought it would be a really great opportunity to show an example of how a person who is in control of their money what they might do with regard to the proposed funds instead of just thinking about their immediate needs or what can I buy with this money. So I'm presenting figures of a low to middle income person just starting out. Let's say they're just married, got their first mortgage and they've got a very basic super fund. Low to middle income earners earn between 48000 and, and below 126000 So we are told that as of July 1st, those earning between 48, so just over 48,000 and 90,000 will get $1,500. And those just over 90,000 to just below 126,000 will get anywhere between 420 and 1500. So I'm going to be working with those two figures, 420 and $1,500, one extreme to the other. And I thought I'd pose the question to you. 
What if you decided to do something useful or clever with that money and make it really work for you? What if you were to take the 420 or the 1500 or whatever you get in between that and pay it off your mortgage or put it into a savings account or pay it into your super? What difference would it really make? So let's first of all look at paying it off your mortgage. Let's say I've got an average mortgage of a 400,000 um, and it's at a 3% interest rate and one year into my 30 year term uh, because I'm just starting out. So if I was to pay a lump sum of $420 off my mortgage, what would that really mean? Well, it would actually turn into something more like $1,001, just over, nearly $1,002. Because if we add together the reduction on your principal of your loan, as well as the savings on interest, that's around about the amount it would come to. If I was to pay $1,500, onto my onto the principal of my mortgage, then that would actually turn out to be more like $3,571 because again, I'm paying something off the principal plus I'm saving on interest. So in both those instances, you can more than double your money and make it work for advantage by paying those amounts into your mortgage. That's a better use of money, wouldn't you think, rather than just spending it? What about if you paid it into a savings account? So let's think about a normal savings account that are out there at the moment. I think 2% is something that you may get. It might be slightly less, but it's around about the 2% if you get yourself a good one. And then let's say you put your either your 420 or your 1500 in there to start the savings account, earning 2%, and then you just added $50 a week and you forgot about it. Over 10 years, that $420 would turn into $29,269. Your $1,500 would turn into $30,588. Over 20 years, your $420 would turn into $64,499. Or your $1,500 would turn into $66,110. Over 30 years, your $420 would turn into $107,522 or your $1,500 would turn into $109,489. And over 40 years, your $420 would turn into $160,062. I said that wrong, $160,062 over 40 years. And your 1500 would turn into just over 162,000. That is the power of compound interest. And I don't know if you noticed in those figures how close they were um, to what they were earning over 10, 20, 30, 40 years. We started with two very different amounts, 420 as opposed to 1500. But look after, look at the figure after 40 years, 160 as opposed to 162. They really have a lot of power, whether it's a small amount or a big amount. So never go past compound interest. It's a very powerful vehicle to build your wealth. And then lastly, I'd really like to talk about paying it into your super fund. Let's say you're just starting out. You've got around about 20,000 in your super. You're about 25 years old and you decided to put this one-off payment uh, directly into your super 
um, along with the usual super guarantee that your employer is putting in. At the time of recording, the super guarantee at the moment is 10% of your gross income. So when we put 420 plus the normal that the employer is putting in, and then we wait until you retire, then that $420 averaging at around about a 6% return, which is around about average, quite low average, um, then that $420 would be worth more like $4,913 by the time you retire. If you were to put the $1,500 in, it's worth more like $17,500. So can you see that something put in, even though it might seem insignificant, and what difference would this make? It actually has great power over a longer period of time. So can you see the power of not having a reaction to money, but rather gaining some edu- education and thinking about what you want your money to do, setting some financial goals and really making it work for you. What about if you learned from each of these scenarios, either paying off your mortgage or putting it into a savings account or paying it into super, and you decided to do that with other unexpected cash that you might receive? What about a tax return every year or some extra earnings that you may make or a gift of money or an inheritance? What difference would that make over a long-term period on a regular basis? So I hope you get the picture that you are the one that's going to decide whether you're going to do well financially, not some government budget, because you're the one that's in control of your own budget and the way you handle your money. And you owe it to yourself and the long hours that you work to be in control of it. Let's be like those people that don't follow the crowd, that take the time to educate themselves and really think about what it is that you want your money to do and where you want it to go. If you need help with any of that, please feel free to contact me at podcast at coachchris.com.au as well if you've got any questions or comments or you can always visit our website, www.coachchris.com.au. Hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you again next week.